I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Let's hang out. Hey everyone, welcome back to Let's Hang Out. I'm Ellie Brigida. And I'm Lee Holmes Foster, and here's what's happening this week. This week in the Lesdom. This week in the Lesdom is a place where we can touch base each episode about things going on with the podcast or otherwise. We are so excited for our trip to Croatia next September. We only have two early bird spots left. So if you want to sign up, sign up at bit.ly slash Croatia. We also want to remind you that starting in season six, we have been releasing monthly bonus episodes for our supporters on Patreon. So we have put out four already. Is that mm-hmm. right? So if you want to catch all of those, I think the last one that came out was on Chasing Amy. That went up on Christmas. Our next one is going to be coming up soon. It is going to be on everything, everywhere, all at once. We had a lot to say about this movie and all the other ones that we've done our our Patreon episodes on. So if you want to catch those, you can join at bit.ly slash lespatreon. We also, this is Should Have Been Gay 97, which means there are three more Should Have Been Gays until our hundredth Should Have Been Gay episode, which is wild. 
And we are going to be celebrating with a live episode recording with Devin Hales and another guest who we have sort of confirmed, but we can't announce yet. So we will let you know. When to we... be announced soon. <laughs> to be announced soon. But we're going to do that on Zoom, January 25th, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 5 p.m. Pacific. You can get your tickets for that live event at bit.ly slash SBG 100 live. That is bit.ly slash SBG 100 live. Cannot wait Incredible. to see you all there. I love a live Zoom episode. It's actually really fun. It is really fun. It's <laughs> like fun to have other people around when we do this every mm-hmm. now and then, you know. In the greater Les universe, I know, we know, we are aware that everyone saw Fletcher and Miley on New Year's Eve. Everyone has seen the videos. Everyone has seen the clips. I want to know, I feel like there is, I'm seeing a split between people who are like, they for sure boned that night or like people who were like, they have for sure already boned. So which do you think, So is it pre or post? That's what I'm asking. I think it's definitely before. You think? Yeah, it's happened already. It's, yeah. We need to. We need to know. We need all the. Somebody's got to have the details. Somebody. I mean, I'm sure Fletcher is going to use this oh, and God, like yes. be teasing this shit on TikTok for like ten years. I mean, it was incredible though. So Fletcher I, is no also complaints. having quite the year. She is really good for you, Fletcher. She's been on Generation Q, and which we have to talk about. This season has been an interesting one. Um, I just caught up. I I haven't yet, so tell me everything. So they just had a musical episode. Yeah, how was it? I enjoyed. (laughs) But I will say, like, it's everything you expect it to be. Mm. Like, it's bad, but like I just bought in and was like, But I feel like a musical episode always is, right? Yes. But like Like it's always campy. Yes, it is always campy, but like I don't know, like in the in the ranks of musical episodes, like The music itself, like, Lee, you should have freaking wrote this episode. No shit. But, like, the music itself, I was like, oh, there's nothing. I'm not here for this music. Yeah. Oh, that's sad. Because I haven't watched it yet. What's your top musical episode in a a show I mean, it's obviously Buffy. That's, like, the best musical episode of anything ever. I I have to say it's Buffy, too. But I will say my close second is Xena. It's, it's. I haven't seen that one, so I'll have to watch it. Oh, and it so was good. like it was fun. I will say like I did enjoy it. I was yeah. like, you know what? This is fun. No spoilers. I'm sure people have seen some of the spoilers. There's one duet that I really liked. Okay. You're just saying people should have hired us to do it, which like But like valid. yeah, they definitely should have hired us to write the music because the music is like so forgettable. Valid. I'm here for it. But you should watch it cuz it's gay and people are singing and a lot of them are really good singers. Yeah. Like vocally it was well, luckily, cool. luckily, we're already writing our own musicals, so I think we just have to cast the entire Generation Q cast next time. Yes. Like, yeah. Leisha Haley was crushing it. Oh, I mean, I'm sure. I love her singing. Yeah. And the girl who plays Sophie also has a great voice, but I, like, hated her song. But she sang it beautifully. <laughs> Fair. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All well, right. Well, that's what's <laughs> happening this week. Back to you, Ellie and Lee. Thanks, Ellie and Lee, and welcome to our 97th installment of Shoulda Been Gay. Oh, it was fun, it was great, but it shoulda been a little more gay. And in this week's episode, baby, I can pay you to a kiss from a rose on the gray. I don't know the words. (laughs) 
Stranger Stranger Yeah. (laughs) Perfect. I mean, we had to break out some seal. Come on. Oh, yeah. Super excited to talk about this movie. I had not seen it until today. And it is gay. (laughs) Like, real gay. Can I tell you? Because we hadn't seen it either. And we started watching it last night. And we got halfway through. And Kelsey literally turns to me. And she was like, have you checked if this does get gay? Like, she was like, are we going to watch this whole movie? And then you can't actually do a should have been gay on it. Because it's actually a lesbian film. Because they get together. And I was like, I'm pretty sure they don't. But like, no, I did not check. And no, I cannot guarantee that they are not going to end up together. At the end of this movie. And also, no, I will not guarantee that I don't think they did, actually. Um, anyway, <sighs> we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about it. Today, we are talking about Thunder Force. Thunder Force. Thunder Force. Thunder Force. Thunder Force. <laughs> good. Very good. Very good. Um, the, the sleeper hit from 2021, Thunder Force. Who's who? Um, who's Bingo and who's Hammer? Uh, Octavia Spencer's bingo. No, I'm saying of me and you. Oh, 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 of between (laughs) you and me? Um... I feel like you're bingo, I'm hammer. I feel like I, I, I was just gonna say, I was, like, trying to find a way around it, but I was like, I feel like I'm gonna be bingo. (laughs) You're definitely bingo, but that's okay. I mean... Let's be real. Both, both have their quirks. They're both delightful, and they're both gay, so that's the important thing. that's the important thing. (laughs) Should, should we dive into our IMDb synopsis? Let's go. Here we go. Okay. IMDb synopsis for Thunder Force <laughs> is as follows. In a world where supervillains are commonplace, two estranged childhood best friends reunite after one devises a treatment that gives them powers to protect their city. Oh. Yeah. It was such a sweet love story. It really was. <laughs> it really was. <laughs> really, really was. So we should gay it up. Okay, Let's do I'm it. ready. Hit me with your gay synopsis. All right, here's my gay synopsis. Childhood, best friends, turn lovers, turned ex-lovers, turned pining after my ex, meet again the night of their high school reunion, and accidentally fall back in love when one of them accidentally turns into a superhero and also, super gay. <laughs> That's it. A super gay row, if you a will. A super sure. gay row, if you will. Exactly. Thunder Force. How about Gunter Force? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you didn't know that was happening until it came out of your mouth. <laughs> I wasn't ready for it. Uh, can you say that on the air? <laughs> I think that one got a little ahead of you. <laughs> Oh God! Oh, we Sorry lost Ellie that. already, folks. It's Sorry been, about we that, had a good everyone. Run, this know? film was quite gay, quite gay. All right, what yes. about you, Lee? Okay, here's my here's my gay synopsis. I said, after a rough high school breakup, Lydia pines for her ex for about twenty years before building up the nerve to find her, steal her drugs, and forcibly reinsert herself into her and her daughter's life to form the family she's always wanted. Oh. Right, it is such a sweet story. Yeah, it really is. It was so cute. I love the two of them. Have really great chemistry. They honestly I, this... had better chemistry than like half the lesbian movies I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, a I just I love both of them. Like 
as actresses mm-hmm. in general. Um, and it was really fun. Like, I feel like I'm a little disappointed because this movie did not get great reviews. And I just think it's disappointing because I'm like, you had such a powerhouse team here. And I think Octavia Spencer could do more than they gave her. I feel mm-hmm. like they leaned so heavily on Melissa McCarthy they did not use Octavia Spencer as much as they should have. Yep. And I feel like that's why the movie felt a little off kilter, you know? Well, because it like, was like everything about it was literally like Octavia Spencer has is invisible. Like it's like. Is invisible, but also like just is boring, you know? And like there that didn't need to be the case. And I feel like when she was younger, they made her more interesting than when she got older in yes. ways that I was like, why? Like, keep that going, you know? And it's like, I feel like they took all of those parts into her per- of her personality and, like, pushed them onto the daughter. And I was like, I want Octavia Spencer to get to... Like, I was so excited when they were young for that to, like, lead up to Octavia Spencer as an adult character. And then I feel like they, like, stripped so much of that back. Yep. And even like they had that one moment where she's like, I can be fun. Let's run away. But then it's like you don't even really get to see like them being fun together. Yes, I know. So anyway, like go to the Van Halen concert, like go to the concert. Yes. But whatever. It's okay. We're going to talk about how gay it was because this was quite a gay film. Um, so what was your experience, Lee? You, you I, saw it? I also it watched it this week. Yesterday? <laughs> I watched it yesterday, <laughs> finished it today. Yeah, I don't know. It's like I remember seeing the ads when it came out, and then I just never, I like never got around to watching it, and then I don't feel like they pushed it super They definitely hard. didn't, no. So I then I kind of forgot it, it existed, yeah. and then I was looking through Netflix, and I was like, oh, I never saw that, and I, you know, we were like, scrolling through for ideas and Kelsey was like oh I wanted to see that so we'd picked up that because I figured there's no way it's not gonna be I should have been gay you know and sometimes you can just tell did not disappoint it did not disappoint it really I mean honestly was like more than I expected it was like super gay yeah like like I feel like we were like okay let's let's see how what we can make of this like it's gayer than a lot of our should have been gays I watched it today thought it was I thought it was a nice movie like I know it's like you know not the best movie in the world, but like, yeah, I like the two of them together. I think it could have been a lot better if they actually were gay, but I thought it had some good moments. I thought it I enjoyed too, it. And I feel like I, I mean, the thing that's going to be hard is like, I understand when you are playing in this genre, you're going to come up against the obvious misogyny of it, you know, that it's like people don't want to watch the superhero comedy with two women, which like is such a shame because Melissa McCarthy is a gift. And Octavia Spencer is just so fucking talented. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, you had just gold, like gold on a plate right here. I feel like the script could have done a little more with them, but they were still like, it was funny. The movie was funny. You know, I liked it, and it's yeah. like, and I feel like the places where it fell short are actually the places where I feel like they thought they needed to like build up this, like the things that no one was really there for. You know, like I'm yeah. sorry, but Jason Bateman didn't even need to be in this movie. Oh my me. god, freaking Crab Man was useless. Like also, yeah. like legitimately to like kludge in a love story with a man with crab crabs for hands. Like, it was a lot. We don't need this. It was a lot. And the that's the end thing, is like, was, was literally her making out with Jason Bateman, crab hand yes. man. Yes. And that was like the end. And I was like, no, I and not hate even. This. They don't even give you the kiss. I hate this. Right. Yeah. I hate it too. And I also hate that it's like, 
I feel like this movie, the gayest thing, maybe I mean, we'll talk about like the characters themselves, but I actually think the gayest thing about this movie to me is not how gay Lydia and Emily are, each of them individually and together, gay as the day is long. But the gayest thing about this movie to me is that this movie is a perfect example of like comp het ruining your movie. Oh, yeah. Like the the heterosexuality in this movie was the worst thing about it. And probably like the movie would have been far more successful without it. Because I'm sorry, but like the the 80s hair prom dance sequence. No need so for that to exist. Unnecessary. The date sequence, no need for that to exist. The whole like feeding each other raw chicken scene didn't need to be in there. And yeah. it's like those were the those were the worst and like lowest brow parts of the movie. Well, also because like she had no chemistry with Jason Bateman either. No. Like zero. Melissa McCarthy McCarthy, like, first of all, you know her husband was in this movie again. Like he's in every movie she's ever in. Like, I do feel like they always put her with her husband in these roles. And then even still, like, the bridesmaids, Melissa McCarthy, where you're like, this is a fucking lesbian. But she has chemistry because she's literally acting against her husband. Right? Right. And you're like, okay, she has chemistry with this man, but, like, you're a lesbian. Yeah. But she had no chemistry whatsoever with Jason Bateman. And then add in the fact that, like, his entire character was supposed to be some, like, half miscreant who got, like, bit in the balls by a radioactive crab like I was like I do not care about you Jason Bateman like I thought you were just gonna be a bit part that like they were gonna kill in the first like yes. in that first sequence yes like we don't need you here no we it don't. was it was bad and I yeah. feel like the rest of the script was better like yes. every other thing that happened in this movie was better than those parts of the script you know and I'm like I feel like you leaned way too hard into the worst aspects of this like yep it didn't so let's talk about really the gay shit it. So we start. Okay, let's do it. Oh my god. We literally start this the second I sat down to watch this movie, and I was like, wait, this is how we're starting. We start the film, first of all, with Emily's parents dying, but like two seconds after that, right? She goes to school, she's getting bullied, and Lydia comes to her defense, beats the crap out of the guy that is <laughs> is making fun of her, puts him in a trash can. Also, she looks like the gayest little girl I've ever seen yeah. in my life. What is she wearing? She's constantly wearing like Van Halen t-shirts and jeans. Like this is a woman who goes to lesbian bars every weekend. Yes. But as a child, right? Then they have this adorable. I was like, this is the cutest meet cute I've ever seen when they're sitting on the swings. They're so cute. It's like this is... This is the type of childhood backstory for a romance that like people try to write for straight characters all Mm -hmm. the time, you know, and like they don't always make it. And this one does. It was seriously so so adorable. Yes. The way that she's like immediately just being like, you're a bag of crap. (laughs) What did she call him? She's like, you are a, what is she? Yeah. Well, they were, they were, okay. So they were talking about verb. Uh, subject verb agreement. Subject yeah. verb agreement. And he was and This is why Lydia- I'm bingo, Ellie. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Lydia was like, so I can't call you a bags of crap. I would have to call you a bag of crap. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she's just she's like so ready to step up and defend her. She's so ready to beat that kid into the floor. <laughs> it's incredible. And then too, like- Emily on the other side of it makes her friendship bracelets okay wait i'm sorry let's be a little bit more specific emily shows up and is like oh i casually just made us these rainbow friendship bracelets 
literally the gayest and the cutest like why were they so adorable though i was like these two girls are couples goals yes like they were so cute like i felt some serious feels for these two that's why i'm like this relationship is like better than half the relationship we we have gotten other people to write in lesbian films yeah they were so freaking cute and i also feel like they are playing it up because you get these things where like lydia's talking to clyde like the guy at their school and he is just hopeless and she's like you know oh if you can't tell a joke you'll never get a lady that's just factual and i'm like how do you know lydia exactly like lydia are you telling jokes to all the girls or just emily yeah i'm like for someone who kind of like has built their whole personality on being like um the you know I'm the funny man. I'm here mm-hmm. telling jokes. And she's like, mm, if you can't tell jokes, you won't get ladies. And I was like, yep. Interesting. <laughs> and we have like such an opposites attract storyline here, but it yes. works. It does. It really works because it's like, okay, opposites attract, but you can tell they like really like each other. They have a bond. Ugh. And then when they have a bond, freaking Lydia asks her to go to the Vale Halen concert, and Emily's like, no, I have to study. But then you that scene when she, when Lydia goes into Emily's room and is like, "Why don't you take a quick nap and I'll wake you up?" When they wake up, Lydia is spooning Emily. Yes, all over her. They're asleep in the same bed, falling asleep together. And also the fact that the first thing she says when it, when uh, when Emily wakes up and starts like freaking out, she goes, "That did not go like I planned at all." And I'm like, <laughs> "What, what had did you, you planned, Lydia? Like what?" What did you want? What were you planning for tonight? Like, what was supposed to happen at the Van Halen concert? What was supposed to happen when you got in bed together? Like, what exactly what part of this was the plan? And and tell us more. Did you have, like, notes written out? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. what was the plan here? That's what I want to know. The plan was, yeah, the plan was for her to take a 30-minute nap, go to the concert, have their first kiss. Professor go, Love, yeah. Yep. Go back to her place. And then start spooning. It just went yeah. too fast, you know? And she instead they stri- break up. I know. And their breakup is so rough. It's the saddest thing. Like, it it's is so, so sad. sad. Also, because I... The thing about it that makes it such a breakup is that, like, everyone around Lydia... Like, how... Okay. What is the time difference supposed okay, to be? so... I think I, I guessed 20 years. I feel like 20 years is accurate enough. Yeah, right? it must be because I mean Emily has a daughter who's 15. Yeah. yeah. So that's at least 15 years time difference, or like clearly more than that. And she right. said she got pregnant in college, right? So yeah. even if they were like seniors in high school, which I don't feel like they they were seniors in high school, probably when they broke up. That's what I that's what it seemed yeah. like to me. Yeah. Then Right, because yeah. she says she's taking her AP tests and stuff. Yeah. It's got to be like 20 years. So I think it's 20 years. The fact that 20 years later, everybody in Lydia's life is just like, like, because <laughs> they don't even, do they even really introduce who Frank is to We her? did not know who Frank was before. Right? It's we just like, Frank here's this random time. man yeah. at a diner who knows you are obsessed with Emily still knows that you've never gotten over her and is like, I got her number for you for your reunion. And you're the just like, fact, oh, Lydia, yeah, you've got it bad. 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 And the, the gayest thing I think about this is that like Lydia has been pining for Emily so hardcore yeah, that like 
Emily sort of like destroyed Lydia in that breakup. Like Emily basically was like, I cannot be friends with you because you are bringing me down. And Lydia still is like obsessed with Emily, right? There's like, she's still in love with her. Like she's basically like, I know that me and Emily are still best friends. We're still like 20 years, uh, 20 years later. She has no animosity towards her. She when she only sees has love her on the TV and she's just like, yeah, she's like, good. It. Yeah, she's like, good for you. Oh, my God. I know. Like, I'm my like, little heart breaks. It breaks. And then, and when, sorry, I'm sorry, but when Frank gets her that phone number and then he's like, he's, you know, they're talking about the reunion and she's like, I'm not going to call her. Like, that'd be weird, whatever. And he just, he has this one line where he goes, It'd be great if she came, though. And, like, her little puppy dog face when she turns around. Like, she looks so sad. Mm-hmm. Like, so it, my, oh, uh, you're just like, uh, <laughs> it, little face. It was you, painful to see yes. this, like, 20 years later, she still is holding on to this. She's so sad. Can you imagine being that sad for 20 years no. over... Your high school girlfriend? Like, because they're fucking soulmates. Yeah. Because they're soulmates. It's like literally, it's fucking, um, it's the notebook shit. It is. <laughs> he, he, he built her The a, notebook and Thunder Force frequently compared yes. movies. <laughs> but like, that's how long it is, right? He built her a house while he's waiting for her, right? Lydia has been holding out hope for 20 years. She hasn't dated anyone. Is that like, why her milk is so old? She's been keeping that one. Yeah, she kept know, everything exactly the same for when lit <laughs> for, for twenty her, years. For when Emily finally comes back to her, but like that is a long time. Like that is love of your life shit. Yeah, that is yeah. insane, insane. And yeah, then when they actually like when she goes to her, what's it called? When she goes the, to her the office building, yeah. yeah. And the front desk person is like, she's she does not going to let you up. Like, she doesn't let anyone up. And Lydia is like, I'm her best friend. Or used to be her best friend. But, we're, you know, we still are. 20 years. Yeah. It 20 has been years 20 later. years. But the point is, Emily's like, send her up. And the front desk person is like, I'm so confused by this. I feel like the front desk girl knew. Like, I feel yeah. like she was like, oh, you're her ex. She's not going to let you up. And then she was like, interesting. <laughs> Maybe there's still hope for you. Interesting. I did not see that going this way. But no, yeah. I mean, that whole conversation. Again, I mean, it's like the whole the the whole beginning of this movie, man. Lydia is just like a sad, kicked around little puppy dog. Like, mm-hmm. she is just so, so in love and sad still. And it's so hard. It like, is And I feel really like they're trying to like. Yeah, they're trying to like laugh it up with, you know, like Melissa McCarthyism humor. And I'm just like, but she's playing it so serious and sad. Yeah, it's actually heartbreaking. <laughs> like, I'm like, like you this can is put not all funny. The, the this is actually not funny at all. Jokes that you want in here, but like, it's sad. Yeah. And I she's mean. not, and she doesn't like play that part of it comedically, you know? Like, no. it, there's a real kind of like, honesty to how she plays that whole part of the storyline that I was like it's I think it's part of why the movie feels so gay to me is I'm just like oh wow you like really dug into that huh (laughs) I I really think that 
Melissa McCarthy was like writing on her notes like is in love with her best friend. Like that's yeah. like that's how she was playing it. For sure. She well, was and playing especially, that I mean, the dialogue love. doesn't help. Like when she's having that whole conversation with the receptionist and she's like, I'd like to go up and take her back to our reunion. Yeah. <laughs> also, like literally the fact that she's like, I know you don't like to go th- to things alone because clearly like every time they've ever gone somewhere, they've gone together. Stop Like it. she's like, be my date to the reunion. Now I'm sad again. I know. And then she goes up and she's like, she tells her how classy she looks. Like she's so obsessed with like, oh my God, you look great. Like you look amazing. That's she's seems- like building her up. And But they both to each other, like even like Emily's like, oh, Lydia, you look so great. And she's like, it's so good to see you like after 20 years. And when they have the scene where Lydia spills a beer on her, like I would half of surprise, like I would not have been surprised. If she just says like, "Oh, sorry, I spilled this beer," like take you know, like that scene you always better have get in the- these wet clothes yeah. off of you. Yeah, like it felt there was some serious tension. Not Maybe just that like, was her oh, move. I'm- Do you think that was her move? Yeah, to be like, "Oh, I'll finally get her clothes off." Yeah, and then it didn't work, and she was like, "What else can I do to make sure that she cannot get rid of me again?" <laughs> yeah, let me just inject myself with this let superhero just- potion. <laughs> Um, there was also, a lot of tension in that you, scene. Like, I really thought I was like, "This is love." This is love. I also have to tell you this really fun progression of notes that I wrote down because this, I swear to God, verbatim as I'm watching the movie, this is what <laughs> this is what I wrote down because this is the scene where we meet Allie, right? Oh my so, god! <laughs> so I wrote down one bullet point. It just says the lesbian she works with. Mm-hmm. And then the next bullet point goes, oh, and then this other one. And then my next bullet point goes, oh, no, that's her daughter. <laughs> Oops. Oops. But well, also Tracy's gay as fuck. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah. Everyone is. But the fact that she also compares Allie to Jodie yes. Foster. Yes. When she's like, she's Renowned to- lesbian Jodie Foster. Like, known lesbian. And the fact that that lesbian woman, Allie knew exactly yeah. what she was talking about when she was talking about the Jodie Foster movie. She's like, 1994, yeah. yes, Jodie Foster. I'm like, that is She's a like, yeah, I have Jodie Foster's les- entire catalog of filmography memorized as any good lesbian should. That is a gigantic lesbian. Yes, yes. She's at the second Ellie walks on, I was just like, wow. Um, okay, the suit, so, yeah. just like the way she carries herself. I'm like, and she's like, I'm so over this. She's like, I don't, I'm so bored by you. Like, Lesbian. lesbian. And, and you can for sure tell, like, I feel like Lydia picks up on it, too, and is like, okay, well, I can't leave you alone with this clear lesbian. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Moving in on you and your child, like, you know, she's like, I got to get in there. I got to find my in. Mm-hmm. And she gets the in. There's also a scene, this is sort of further down, but to talk about the daughter. First of all, the bond between Lydia and her daughter do- and Emily's daughter is so oh, cute. Lydia Lydia's vying so hard to be a new mommy. Come mm-hmm. on. Oh, yeah. She's playing video games with her. She's asking her about her life. Like, she wants yeah. to get to know her. But she asks her, how does she date? And she says, like, if you're into dudes or chicks or yep. any gender. I understand, like, they're, they make a lot of lesbian jokes in this freaking movie, which is, like, sort of just, like, actually, just don't make the joke. Just do it. It's yeah. not a joke. Like, why doesn't she say she should just say girls? But I feel like they're like, oh, well, we're making fun of PC culture and blah, blah, blah. But yeah. it's like, no, actually, this is a queer woman who's like, 
oh, if I'm going to ask a young person, I'm, I can't just assume they're dating men because I'm yeah. gay. So, like, well, who are you dating? I, I love it because anytime people write a scene like that in that way, to me, it always just feels like I feel like she asks and she's like, oh, like, you know, boys or girls or like or, you know, like however, whoever you're into or whatever. And then I feel like Tracy's being like, oh, no, I'm very straight. And then Lydia's like, oh, yeah, me too. <laughs> like <laughs> where, where they're like, oh, yeah. Wink, yes, wink. I am also heterosexual we are as both well. Yeah, I mean, like yeah. I love I think- dudes. <laughs> The problem when you write it like kind of tongue in cheek that way for me is that I actually just can never read Don't it believe as, it. as mm-hmm. real. Yeah. It always feels like people are just sort of like playing along, you know? And I'm like, oh, okay. So you're both gay. Correct. I, I already called that. Great. Like I, this is this is news to nobody watching this movie. <laughs> no, not at all. I'm like, so you're into dudes and yet you are into this man with crab hands. Oh, God. Doesn't track. No. Doesn't track. I, w- I want to talk about him as little as possible, and yet also... Ugh. I know. But it's yeah, so I mean, hard. just cut him out, and it makes, like, this perfect... Right? Because, like, now, exes, they have this moment where it's like, all right, I guess we have to be with each other because your body's going to explode if you don't stay here. And so I feel like they don't really, like, waste too much time having Emily be annoyed with Lydia, which I liked. Yeah. Like you couldn't no, like none. She's right. Like, like I well, feel like you gotta move in. Yeah. If you've got if you gotta move in, you gotta move in. Yeah. She's like, okay, I guess uh, we're doing this now. And yeah. I feel like she's almost like happy that Lydia fucked it up and now she has to yeah. be with her for like what, thirty two weeks? Like how long is her training? Oh, I thought it was days. Oh, days. That would make more sense. Thirty two days. Yeah. Right? No, yeah. I mean, absolutely. She's like, Oh, you gotta stay, otherwise I'll you'll like you might explode. You would explode. Not me. Definitely you. It's for mm-hmm. your own safety. Better stay. I have a guest room all made up for you. <laughs> perfect. But yeah, it's like the perfect excuse to then become a family. And also, speaking of family, Emily's quote unquote like baby daddy, nowhere to be found. And like no. they sort of explain it. They explain it like very quickly. Listen, I have a theory. I okay. am... I I mean, it's not like there is a surprise that we are just going to write our own headcanons when we watch these movies. But here's the thing, because there is an awful lot. I mean, (laughs) I'm approaching this as though this is, you know, deep, deep, meaningful um, script writing. But here's the thing. They have established one thing and and almost only one thing about Emily's character in this movie, which is that she will allow nothing to derail her from her mission, mm-hmm. right? Lydia started getting in the way, and so she was like, gotta push Lydia off to the side because, like, gotta focus on the plan. And you expect me to believe that that mentality, that person, gets pregnant in college with a dude who immediately ghosts and decides to keep that baby. mm Without it being an easy way to have a child when she's clearly a lesbian. So right. 
Right. So she literally like, was like, well, fuck it. I'm a lesbian anyways. This is it. Let's just go yeah. for it. Like, like I got I, this baby now. Like, let's I feel do like it. she took the like she was like, OK, listen, like I saw Bet and Tina in the early days. <laughs> like they were just going to go around and like fuck some dude to get a baby. And like, I can do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's like, I can put this into practice. Where's a dude? Fucked him. Got a baby. There you go. Easy peasy. And easy peasy. And, and now she's got a baby. Puts her baby to work as at 15. Yeah. 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 But and I also because I feel like same thing, like I feel like she is like, how am I ever going to have a family if it wasn't with Lydia? What am I going to do? Got to got to have a family, got to carry on the legacy. And so she's just like, OK, that dude. Sure. Whatever. He sure, will not fine. be interested in me in a week. <laughs> and you were right. And you were right. And when she tells Lydia, what was Lydia's response? His loss. His loss. I was, Yeah, because now Lydia's the other mom. Like these two, they have and okay, they are together. First of all, they're in love. This would be so much better. Just get rid of every single man in here. Like they're in love. Let's do it. There's an easy scene. They wrote us a scene where they come out with her grandmother. Right? Oh my god, Emily's. Yeah, I can't. This scene, the scene, killed me with the grandmother. I'm like, why? Honestly, that was the point where Kelsey was like, "Are you sure they don't end up together?" She was like, "Are you positive this movie does not end in a wedding?" And I was like, "No." (laughs) (laughs) Literally, honestly, less and less certain by the minute right now, (laughs) because grandma ships it so fucking grandma has been waiting for 20 years 20 years she's literally because she when we see them in high school and they've been like they have dinner all the time at her grandmother's and like lydia's doing the grace and blah 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 and they're like we have to tell you something for anyone who's listening if you have not seen this movie like this is the scene we have to tell you something grandma goes oh my god i've been waiting for this day i'm so happy (laughs) You are perfect together. I'm, thank you. Like, finally, you've realized it. I have a wedding cake topper that I I personally made for you that's ready for the wedding. Let's go. And she's she's probably had that that cake topper since they were in in high school. Yeah. Like, for sure. Also, um, I super need, like, an art department because I'll tell you what, dude, um, (laughs) it's hard to find good lesbian wedding cake toppers, okay? (laughs) Right? That was actually really nice wedding topper so like nice. do not waste it Lydia and Emily yes. get your wedding fucking planned she literally yeah. says once you've defeated all the miscreants you can have your wedding no no not you can have your wedding only then can the two of you get married yes only when you've done this like that's your prize like yeah. you can have a little wedding as a treat that's what grandma says right like grandma fucking ally is like and here's what I love about it too because when we the whole scene in the beginning when Frank is like, oh, I got Emily's number for you. He got it from the grandma, from her grandmother. Mm-hmm. So, you know, grandma's out here like hunting Frank. Down. She's like, I picture grandma following Lydia around <laughs> after work. Like she's fucking tailing her she has been to the diner. The shit out of this. Yeah. And then she's like becoming a regular at the diner to like befriend Frank to like start talking about Lydia so that she can pass this number along because she's like, listen, I've been trying to set her up with other women. It's going nowhere. Like, I need her to get back together with her one and only. And, like, we got to make this happen. Grandma Grandma and Frank are, like, scheming behind the scenes, man. 
they are making this shit happen and like props to grandma like i know but that's what pisses me off about this movie is like why are you making this a joke like this is legit it was not a joke to grandma i'll tell you what like right this is so like she has legitimately she wants them together she even says to them which cracked me up she's, you haven't even tried it like she wants them she's like <laughs> even if you're straight like i want you to I don't try care. Yeah, you just she's like you're you're fooling only yourselves here. Yeah, I also just also, love the juxtaposition of a grandmother, yeah, being like, "But you should try it." But yeah. like, don't knock it till you tried it. Like literally, grandma, grandma's probably tried it. She's once definitely twice, tried right? it, which is why she's yeah, like, yeah. "Just try it. You'll you'll be fine. It's gonna yeah. be great." Um, yeah. but here's what's funny is like even while this movie is writing it to be like, "Ha ha, so funny." Grandma thinks they're gay, and we're like, "Because they're gay." And at the same time that that the movie is doing that. You have them saying lines where, like, Emily in that scene tells her grandmother, like, please move into our building. (laughs) Please move in with us. Yeah, like, they constantly talk like a couple. Move into our building. And I'm like, I'm sorry, listen to yourself. Listen to yourself. That's not, that's not how you, that's not how straight friend, that's not, there's no platonic, that's not a thing. That's not a thing. They are madly, madly, deeply in love, life yes. partners. They, they are going to live their entire lives together in not this version of this stupid film. <laughs> How well, dare and, you? And because, okay, like, I get it. Emily is like, I'm worried for grandma. Move into our building. Okay. But the other gayest thing that happens over and over again in this movie that again, Melissa McCarthy like refuses to make into a joke is how like Lydia would literally die to protect Emily and Tracy. Like there every time that she has, how many times does she like throw herself in front of them? She somebody but like the king busts in and she's like pushing them Shield behind them. her. The laser busts into the diner and she's like flipping. <gasps> them when, up behind. in the diner when yes. she flips on top so there's a there's a part I mean, please where she flips she's like get down stay down and then she flips over the counter and she lands like face first yeah. in emily's lap yeah yeah that was a moment yeah that was a real moment she, and it was too comfortable just constantly putting herself in harm's way to protect her family like i'm sorry that's what you do when that's your family is you're like get behind me i will shield you i don't need super strength to make this decision she's like give me the bomb we all know how this ends let me die heroically saving you (laughs) i know she she literally grabs a bomb jumps out out of a window into the water to save the two most important people in her life yes it's oh god it's a lot and that's what i'm saying is like she always all like there is not a scene in this movie where emily could in any possible way be harmed that she is not putting herself in the middle it just never happens and it's not just because she has super strength let's be real because she did it in the beginning of the film as well yes before she had super strength that's what I'm saying. She has been doing this since they were children. Like, there is no super strength required. She is just like, this is my natural default operating position is putting Protect my love. Yes. In between Emily and any sort of danger, unhappiness, discomfort, like whatever it is, I am going to take that hit for her. Like, 
I know. That's love, man. It's so good. And then, too, like, the fact that there's, like, moments between Tracy and Lydia that are also, like, similar where you're just, like, Lydia also loves your daughter so much because it's your daughter. Yes. Right? Like, and, too, I really, like, there's some – I just feel like their relationship is so beautiful, especially in that Opposites Attracts kind of way because, like – you see Lydia pull some things out of Emily that, like, Emily was having a hard time connecting with her daughter. And then, like, she has some really nice moments with her daughter because of Lydia, where she's like, I'm sorry I wasn't listening to you as much. Like, Lydia showed me, basically, that, like, I yeah. need to be better. And then, too, like, I don't know, just, like, the way that Emily talks to that Lydia talks to Emily about Tracy where she's just like you did such a good job like you're a great mother like they're just so yeah supportive of each other it's beautiful they build each other up they protect each other it's it you can shop from anywhere doing pretty much anything you might shop while working eating or even listening to this podcast and however you shop we all know and love the thrill of the hunt But do you also know how to get the thrill of the best deals? Because Rakuten shoppers do. With Rakuten, they get the deals they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Sephora, Nike, and even Expedia if you're looking to get some travel in. And getting cash back doesn't mean you have to miss out on sales because those can just be stacked right on top. It's easy to use and based on a simple idea. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back through PayPal or check. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's really something. It's so they nice. They make a great little family. They're a great little family. And then some of their sillier moments, too. I mean, like, all of their sing-alongs. Like, yeah. they're just fucking adorable. Like, I love them together. They just, because that's what they, that's when they have chemistry. That's when yes. they have chemistry. Because they do. And they just, and they, like, effortlessly work together, you mm-hmm. know? Like. Grandma knows it. We all know Grandma it. knows it. We Frank all know knows it. it. I know. Do we, do we want to talk about any of the other gay characters in this well, okay, yes. I have a I I do have a couple more things that I want to talk okay. about with Lydia specifically. Yes. One of them is really fast. 
I well, I have two notes on this of just like again little throwaway things where I'm like kind of gay. Um, one is that she just keeps screaming, "Hold on to your tatas." She loves tatas. She's loves. Ta- she's a she's a a boobs lady, right? She loves some mm-hmm. tatas. Also, I this one is a little bit longer, but I think it's an important piece to make because I feel like the movie itself is telling us how gay Lydia is uh, in one more really important way, which is, oh, there's one. I wish I could remember the, the context of the scene that they're in. I just remember that they're talking about, like, men or dating or something, and Lydia has this line at one point where she's like, oh, like, not the guys I date. like, But she doesn't say guys. She uses another word. She's like, not the people I date. Like, I like them thick. Yes. Right? And I'm sorry, but you know what Jason Bateman isn't? Thick. Thick. Like, they basically have given us one thing about what Lydia's type is, and it is not, not Jason, Jason Bateman. Bateman. Not also, at all. Also, that entire thing, I feel like they, like, play it, they play it up like um, there's some, like, insane chemistry between them and it doesn't exist. But, like, the other side of it is Lydia's, like, sleeping with him to get information. Yeah, And I feel like you could just lean into that where she's like, I'm not interested at all. I legitimately was doing this just to get more information. But they like play into it like, oh, she really liked it. And that just yeah. like skeeves me out no, even more. Gross. Like it's so ugh. like she really like, puts old bay sauce on his claws. Like I cannot. It's it's real bad. But you have that opportunity where she like sleeps with the crab man and she comes and talks to Emily about it. And like Emily could be jealous and mm-hmm. then she could be like, no, like, I just did it because I want to make sure that I'm saving us and our family and blah, blah, blah. Like, you have that happen. Like, that ha- that has happened before in, like, not Austin Powers, but, like, literally, like, Austin Powers, like, slept with a, a woman to get information and then Felicity's mad and whatever. But, like, you, <laughs> there's moments that have happened in other movies like that that yeah. I feel like you could play with and it would be fun in a, play in a gay way. Um, it's like, yeah, no, I guess her type I just, is for sure Emily. Yeah, yeah. I just licked his claws or something. Yeah. <laughs> so weird. Okay, maybe my my final Lydia point, and I will use this to transition us to some of our other gay characters, because the other thing that I thought was like so funny and so gay is in the very, very beginning when, when there's she sees like a drive by with laser. <laughs> And they have this whole slow-mo sequence with Laser, who is so fucking queer-coded. I'm sorry. It's, like, painful how Mm -hmm. gay they made her. And there's this whole slow-mo drive-by where they have, like, the most extended eye contact. And, like, it's it's a lot. It's a lot. Lydia literally mouths, what the fuck? Yeah. (laughs) But, like, she says that before, I think, Laser has actually shot lasers yes so she's just saying that about how hot laser is absolutely oh yeah i i clocked that a million percent too i was like is she really just checking out laser right now yeah yeah and and laser who like i don't know i i kept trying to figure out throughout the movie like why is it that laser is so clearly gay because it's Mm. not like i don't have any dialogue from her like there's nothing written down like on paper she doesn't she doesn't it's not that she's gay on paper she's gay in like the acting choices her energy well she's just like very she's obsessed with Lydia I feel like yes I mean like it's because she wants to kill her but like there's an underlying 
obsession there. I think it's also like the hair and the outfits. The she outfits just, like, is definitely slinks, part of it. She like slinks like a gay person in the same way that like I feel like Mystique is gay. Yeah, it's you know there's what I mean? also something I absolutely I get what you're talking about. I also feel like there's something about the like when you get I mean, it sounds really shitty to say it, but it's like I feel like so often when you have the guy, woman, female, femme fatale, whatever, who's there, they interact with the men around them in a very sexual way, usually in these types of movies. You know, and she doesn't. Oh no, not at all. She does not give a shit about the men. There's like negative sensuality. She either kills the men or like just does not care about them. Yes. Has zero interest in them. Has zero rapport with any of them. Clearly is not there to be, you know, oh, I'm here in my little sexy brassier top and my zingers while you know strutting my chest out no she's like i'm here in a fucking trench coat to kill some men and stare down women i <laughs> it's it's she's gay. gay it's girl gay. is gay and the only thing that's not gay about her though is she is a slow walker mm, very true gays notoriously fast walkers that's my only you make thing. a good point but other but i just feel Otherwise, like the way she walks though is gay oh yeah just like this right? this the the swagger of it yeah she's a swaggy gay feels very gay mm-hmm. i also think the king is gay oh my god i'm sorry the king is super gay the king whose superpower seems to be as best as i can tell hugging men <laughs> Hugging and killing men with his hug. <laughs> he just, all he does, he's like, oh, I just got to hug this guy to death. And I'm like, that's, <laughs> like, they never even explain like, what his superpower here, is. Honey. Right? It's, it clearly it's is weird. he just, like, hugs, yeah, he hugs people to death. And he's very flamboyant while doing it. Mm-hmm. It's like his also, suits the fact are that he has too over the, the top. The suits are too over the top. The yeah. fact that he, um is obsessed with his nickname anyone who calls him king he's like the king the king it is the king yeah like clearly he has like some identity things with his name he's like this is my name don't fuck it up yeah and he's just like surrounds himself with male henchmen and one woman and one lesbian (laughs) and one lesbian like that is gay that's a gay crew yeah yeah yeah, I just I feel I feel like the king meets all these all these people by just going out to gay bars, right? Oh yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. He like, met the crab man at a gay at a gay bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, gotta put my crew together. Better go out to the clubs, hug and some then, men to death. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's also like that's like it like is weirdly sexual too, like because he's like it is. Yeah, he has to physically touch them to kill them. Yeah, and like afterwards, I feel like he's just like ah. Great. It's a lot. Yeah, it, it really does something for him. It's weird. <laughs> it's something else. And also, it like, in a, in a weird way, too, like, I feel like male gay culture is also, this is going to go, like, way too deep, but men are expendable in gay culture where it's just, like, next, next, yeah. next. And yeah. he's sort of doing that by killing them. 
where he's like, all with right. With his henchman. His yeah. henchman is just like a real life Tinder or Exactly. For he's him. like, yeah. not hot enough, not hot <laughs> enough. Kill, kill, kill. Doesn't have abs. Dead. <laughs> Laser. <laughs> Can you get rid of this ugly man for me? Like, that's what this gay yeah. man is doing. <laughs> for sure. For sure. <laughs> he's like, um, I don't like that man, so let's kill him. Like, gay. And he also, oh, he has one lesbian and then he teams up with the other lesbian that he like poaches from. Yes, he from teams up with team. Allie, who's the other lesbian. So, yeah, he is making deals with every single gay in town. Um, except, except for, Lydia and Emily. for generic uh, bargain brand AOC. What I forgot what the other mayor's name oh, was. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I forget. She's very AOC coded. <laughs> she really is. And so like. I could not tell you like what her personality is. No, but she walks out in that little red, like red blazer. (laughs) And I don't know why it made me laugh so much, but it made me laugh so much. I think because it felt like the kind of thing where it's like you watch it now, right? This this came out last year. So you watch this movie now and you're like, oh, AOC knockoff. I see. But I feel like in my head, I just like to picture someone watching in like you know, 15 years, you know, and like not picking up on that at all. No, and it just like, makes me laugh. That? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But yes, gay, gay, gay. Tracy's gay. I think the crab is also gay in his own way. Lots of trauma. Also like follows this man for like no reason. I, okay, hold on. I disagree with one point, which is that I think the crab man is bi. Okay, Valid. Because he's, I feel like there's this whole thing about how like he's, he's like, oh, I'm half Korean, you know. Mm. He's like, I, I don't belong to like either side really, and like, I yeah, no he one doesn't like labels me. and blah blah blah. Yeah yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Somewhere on that queer spectrum. Somewhere on that spectrum. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna, I'm going to headcanon him as bisexual though, yes. because I feel like it fits his whole, his mm-hmm. whole shtick he's got going on, you know. I'm still not into him, but no, I hate him. But for my, for me, Endgame is Lydia and Emily all the oh, way. I mean, obviously, like just get rid of this man. And at the end, because also like Emily, Lydia almost dies for Emily, and Emily's like, no, and then she's like, I'm so sorry, and she like finally like spits up and wakes up. Yeah. And I feel like that's a perfect moment for. Emily just be like, I thought I lost you. And they just make out and that's the end. I also think it's very funny because like, again, I just sometimes when like movies just feel like they dialed it in a little bit right at the end where (laughs) I love that they had to have Lydia jump out of this window, even though really she just could have tossed the suitcase in the water. Yeah, I don't know why she needed to leave with the suitcase. No, I feel like it was to make a dramatic gesture of like love and sacrifice Mm -hmm. and that's it. Yep. And she did. And she did. But then it could have been that she was like, oh, my God, thank you so much. You saved us all. I love you. Let's get married. They should have kissed. While she was lying there, she should have kissed her. And then we could have the wedding and the grandmother would come back with the wedding cake topper. They literally set it up. Like, what the frick are you doing? That's why I'm saying that line. That's why I was like, I cannot promise that this movie does not end in a wedding. Because honestly, they had the perfect setup the like perfect the perfect setup, setup with no payoff what's the payoff to that line you never even see grandma again i know i wish we saw grandma at the end even if you want to continue the joke yes. show grandma at the end with the wedding topper and we don't see the crab man and then you just like black out and then you black out and because we don't know if they're gonna get together but like they might we could write such better movies than this mm-hmm. because here's the thing you have the perfect setup you have all these things and i feel like you 
you could write okay here's how i here's how i end the movie you ready so ready lydia jumps in the water with the bomb explodes oh my god no we're sad we're crying they run down she's on the ground they're pulling a sheet over her emily just sobbing tears no lydia it's always been you Mm -hmm. right leans down to kiss her you can still make the comedy of it you have her wake up throwing up the the river water in her face trying to kiss her you make it funny and then you have her and then you have them kiss right and be like it was always you too i've been waiting my whole life for you (laughs) yeah sob 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 then you cut to their wedding wedding cake toppers on the cake grandma sitting at the table saying i always knew it Mm -hmm. to frank who's also there right you have them walk out in her fucking slayer t-shirt right and you have emily roll her eyes being like oh you're so silly but i love you anyways tracy's walking them down the aisle or 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 the efficient i don't even know she could do everything she'll she'll do the whole fucking wedding yeah yeah Tracy's marrying them, right? And she's so happy because she finally has her family together. They kiss as as Kiss from a Rose starts playing. And you just you tie in all of these threads. And I'm sorry, but you I dare anyone to tell me that that is not a better ending to this movie than her and Jason Bateman fucking feeding each other raw chicken from his tiny little claw hand for no reason it's so much better it's, it's so much te- better they had a terrible ending i know it's so much better and i'm sorry but mine is mine is better it's so better. much better fight me it's better so like, much there's better. just there's no way it would no have way. been you can do so much you could do so much so much so which characters are we shipping oh hard to say <laughs> Okay, Hard what question. is our what is our Emily and Lydia ship name? Do we ship them with Emily and Lydia? Do we ship them with Bingo and Hammer? Oh my god, Bammer. Bammer. Or Hingo. <laughs> or Limily. Limily. Emdia. No, it they doesn't have, work. They have nice ship names either way. I think they fit well together. Yeah. That's Bammer. I mean, for me that's it. There's no other ship in this. Like it's Country force. <laughs> oh God, yeah. Emily and Lydia. That's it for me, though. There's no other ships. Like I got nothing There's else. There's no other ships. I feel like I wanted to ship Allie with someone until she double crossed. She went them. bad. I mean, you could ship her with Laser because yeah, they're both I, bad. The thing is, is I can't. I don't ship Laser with anybody though. I feel like Laser is. I don't know. Laser feels like a little too much, like a, a like of a shade for me. Hmm. You know? Yeah. I can't see her doing a long-term committed thing. No, no, no. But you could still ship her with someone, even if it's a, even if it's a not long-term. Okay, well, then fine. I ship her and Allie together, but I want her to leave Allie heartbroken. Okay, great. I feel like Allie deserves it. <laughs> to be fair, it. yeah, Allie deserves it. Yeah. I, uh, I feel like I'll ship Tracy with someone once she When you know, she gets a comes of age, yeah, and, yeah. And, and she's clearly got her out. whole little. She's very yeah. gay. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, mainly, mainly it's. I mean, Emily, Emily and Lydia. And Lydia that's the love forever. story. Of the, that's the, the story. The, of the that's the love story of our time, really. Yeah. Ugh, should have been gay. Should have been gay. All right, you ready for our Q and gay? Oh, I'm so ready. Let's do this. Q, 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 Q and, and, and gay. All right, here we go. Question number one: Who would you date? A. Lydia. B. Emily. C. The crab. Or D. Laser. 
I'm dying if anyone picks the crab. I also, I feel like we should have like a PSA when we put these up on Twitter to be like, if you pick laser, we get some help. <laughs> Here is uh, therapy. Yes. <laughs> Don't pick laser. Who would I date? I'd probably date, I'd probably date Emily. Let's be real. Mm. I like I'm smart. What can I say? I get it. She's not a nerd. She's smart. She's just smart. It's different. Question two, Ellie, what's the gayest thing Lydia and Emily do out of A, rainbow friendship bracelets, B, falling asleep cuddling, C, become a duo, or D, constantly defend each other? God, there's so many gay things. I have to go with like just. It's hard. It's hard to pick. I think falling asleep cuddling. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. the duo, yes, the friendship bracelet's gay, but I feel like the cuddling was like the moment that they became more than friends. So I'm going to go yeah. with falling asleep cuddling. That's B. fair. All right. Three. Which would you rather have? A, super strength or B, invisibility? Oh, tough call. I mean, it's like the invisibility, is. they're both good. They're both good. The invisibility appeals to me for a lot of reasons, but the super strength is like so handy. Mm-hmm. You, know? you can open a lot like, of jars. I know. Like, I feel as someone who does a lot of around the house stuff, you know, it just has so many useful applications that you can't really discount. So I don't know. I feel like I have to go with super strength. It's much more practical. Okay. Question four. Who ships Thunder Force harder? A, me, or B, grandma? (laughs) I want to say me, but like grandma had the freaking wedding cake topper. Like that is next level. It's grandma. It's grandma. It's grandma. Question number five, Lee. What's the longest you've pined for an ex? A, one year. B, five years. C, 10 years. Or D, never look back. I feel like I'm a D. I feel like mm. I'm a never look back kind of person. I I feel that, I've never pined over an ex. I feel that about you. I don't think I've pined. They're like, they're, they're, they're isn't... good breaks. They're just like clean breaks, you know? Yeah. I don't know if I've pined per se, but like. Mm. I feel like it's been difficult. I've probably had at least a year of like getting over someone. Yeah. Even if I was like not like I want to get back with them. See, I feel like part of the problem is that I've also always gone into another relationship. Yeah, soon. Lee, that's they they have a name for that one. <laughs> <laughs> this should surprise no, no one, one about me at this point, yeah, yeah. I feel like. Yeah. Um I'm pretty sure A I have bro- I have broken up with every I mean I haven't dated that many people but I have always been the one to break up with them and typically it was for someone different <laughs> yep so, makes it a little easier <laughs> I I had one guy I broke up with to date a different guy broke up with that guy because I was very very gay and then uh, and then you know broke up in in college to date Kelsey so that's it oops never oops. look back don't look back it's okay Lee Remember, everyone, you can answer our Q&A questions on our Twitter at LesHangoPod. Let me hear you say hip, 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 we're gay. We love hearing from all of you. We love continuing to build this community. So we just want to shout out some of our favorite things every episode. And this week, we want to give a special shout out to a listener who emailed us, um, Oriane, who told us, A, that they've been listening to the podcast and how much they appreciate it, and also wanted to let us know that they have a substack where they've been writing kind of all about like stories from their life, like thoughts, reflections, things like that. It's kind of like little like vignettes almost like into their life. So if you you can read it, a lot of them you can read in French or in English. 
If anyone is interested in checking that out, you can find it at orianalix.substack.com. So that's A-U-R-I-A-N-E-A-L-I-X. And we just thought that was really nice. So thanks for reaching out. We are always happy to try to, you know, help get some stuff out there. And yeah, if you are interested, definitely check out the Substack. I read some of them today. They're super cute. I, I was going back and forth in English and French, and that made me happy. While we're also shouting out projects that listeners are working on, there's also a new bisexual paranormal rom-com called Dead in Love by Nicole Damanasis, who's a Bay Area filmmaker right in your area. And pretty soon we'll be launching a crowdfunding campaign. We are all about <laughs> trying to help independent queer creators get their stuff done. And especially since it's a rom-com, I'm guessing this one has a happy ending. So really excited for that. It is called Dead in Love. You can look it up at deadinlovefilm.com. And as always, we want to thank our Lesbian Jesus patrons, Mark Foster, Tanya Ferguson, Sarah and Julia, Alana Rosen, Lizette Stye, A.D. Benitez, and Fiona W. And our King Princess patrons, Amy and Ellen, Leah Henley, Andrea Doucette, and Julia Gonzalez. Thank you all so much. We could not continue to make this podcast without your support and the support of all of our patrons. Remember, you can also find us on all the social medias, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok at Let's Hangout Pod. You can send us an email at lesshangoutpod at gmail.com. You can check out our website at lesshangoutpod.com. And whatever app you use to listen to podcasts, make sure that you subscribe. That way you'll get new episodes as soon as they go up every week. We're also posting videos on our YouTube channel, so make sure you subscribe at youtube.com slash lesshangoutpod to catch them. Les Hangout is an independently produced show. It's hosted by us, audio productions done by Ellie. Our production assistant is Krista Murison, and Twitter shenanigans and various other graphics and things are done by me. If you want to support the podcast, the easiest way to do that is to rate and review us on iTunes or wherever you listen. We love hearing what you have to say, and it helps new listeners find the show. You can also support us financially by joining our Patreon at bit.ly slash lespatreon. You get access to our patron-only Discord chat, ad-free episodes, Les Essentials watch parties, all sorts of great stuff. If you want to get some Les Hangout merch, you can get that at bit.ly slash shop. We have all kinds of fun gay shirts and tank tops, and you can get a little mug. I love all of my Les Hangout mugs. I have like a million of them because I love my tea. You can get that at bit.ly slash shop. Remember, we also have a queer production company making queer podcast musicals with guaranteed happy endings that you can find everywhere at Dollar Bean Prod. Or at our website, dollarbeanproductions.com. You can check out all the episodes of our first show, The Flame, on any podcasting app. And if you want to help support us specifically in making more musicals, you can join our Patreon at bit.ly slash dollarbeanpatreon. If you want to follow us individually, you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at LSH Foster. And you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Ellie Brigida. With that, I'm Ellie. And I'm Lee. And, and let's, let's hang, hang out, out again, again soon. soon. Let's hang out. out.